well. Happy Hello. New Year, everyone. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, guys. Happy New Year. How was how was your New Year's? It was good. Yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. A lot, a lot of karaoke. Yes, I nice. did see some videos of the karaoke. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, mate, I was killing it. Bit of dirty Diana. It was good. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I'll challenge myself. Nice. Did you do any other notable songs? I did some Bo Burnham. Nice. Um, I did. Um, what else did I do? Oh, God. There was a lot of not me personally, but there was a lot of uh, country music being sang. Oh. There was also a lot of Eminem being sang. I watched a viewer of ours, Scott Nail, without lyrics, rap god. No, oh, Jesus. The fast bit, and I was just like, hang on a minute. It was almost like I'd just like fallen into a fucking like alternate dimension. It was insane. Absolutely insane. He hit every single fucking note. I was I was blown away. Well, truly blown away. Uh, Shout out to Scott, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. How was your New Year's uh, Dan? Yeah, it was good. Um I say it was good. It was really chilled. Uh yeah. we went down to the the Isle of Wight for like three days. And then we yeah. came back pretty much. It was New Year's Day. Um, so we didn't actually do anything New Year's Day. We just chilled out. Um, yeah. I don't think I even stayed up for the 12 o'clock ding. Because um, the kids were absolutely shattered. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, it was fairly fairly chilled. But I got a good good little story from the Isle of Wight. Oh, I'll, nice. Uh, I'll tell you at some point. What, well, the pod or in private is one of those? Or is it? The pod. Yeah, just a oh. good... Um, <laughs> Just a like a cool cool story, like a cool uh couple that we met, like just like living a little bit different uh to the oh, normal nice. person, which was yeah, really interesting and, and just cool really. Nice. How was um, your New Year's Loz? I just uh, spent it with family, to be honest. I I went round well I had planned originally, the plan was to go around to my sisters and her partners and then my mum would come and a few other members of the family. But then uh, a few other members of the family dropped out, just like a couple of them. And then my mum on New Year's Eve in the morning was really ill, so she couldn't come around. So it just ended up being me, my partner, and my sister and her partner. So it, it was still good, but drunk far too much. Uh, played nice. some like board games and that. Um, and uh, watched, because <laughs> she lives near a couple of places that put on firework displays, like near the seafront. Uh, yeah. We just watched them for free. So that was nice. good from the garden. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring on 2023. That's it. You got any, who's got New Year's resolutions and let's get them out of the way. No, uh, I, I don't even bother doing them anymore, to be honest. The re- <laughs> New Year's resolution is not to come up with a New Year's resolution that I'll then nice. not start doing anymore. So, yeah. I always make mine in um February. Ah, oh, nice. Good um, idea. Just guess it's like, it might, if you make them in, yeah, you make them in January, you don't fulfill them, then it's like it's not a good start to the year, is it? So yeah, I just um, mm-hmm. I just make a couple in in February, get through January because it's a, it's always just a shit month, isn't it? Yeah, it's not um, great. It's just a shit. It's just like you're coming down from Christmas, and then it's like so. I feel, yeah, yeah I, I start warming up in like February and then getting into it. <clears throat> yeah but january is just always it's always been i don't know whether it's because like obviously 
with within what I do the past ten years, it's always it's always really quiet in January. It's just yeah. you can do January sales and stuff, and but it's just uh, it, it's the come down of Christmas. Yeah, just, absolutely. Uh, everywhere's dead and stuff. So it's always like I've traditionally just chilled a little bit in January, like foot off the gas a bit, and then yeah, and then start to creep back in like um, February the first. Yeah. That's a good shout. What I loved about January this year, uh, I just flick. I, I went back to work yesterday, flicked on my email, HMRC. You do know that the tax is this month, right? Have you paid yeah. it yet? So, whoa, it's all right. I got yeah. until the 31st. You want to relax? <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, You'll that. get your money. Don't that, worry. Email. I'm sure when it comes to a rebate, it'll be a bastard to get out of you. But uh, there'll be, no, there'll be no reminder email then. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> oh, by the way, we owe you money, though. You never yeah. get that. Have you claimed your money? Quick, give us a call. We're waiting to refund it to you. Bastards. So if you're out there, we're currently set on a mound of money that could be yours. (laughs) It's just not going to happen, is it? Yeah. No, but yeah, it just made me die. I was like, I'm well aware that I have till the 31st of January. Don't worry. And then I saw an ad. There was an ad come up on YouTube. Oh. I was like, have you paid your tax yet? So like, fucking hell. Yeah, like, you'll get, you'll get, mate. Fi- you'll get right, fined. Mate. Yeah, it's like, yes, I'll get fined on the 1st of February. Like, fucking relax. Yeah. But, yeah. It's their month, in it? It's their month to like. Yeah, they love it. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, and, oh, what was it? This is disgusting. I got a, did I get a letter or an email from them, blah, blah, blah. And they referred to me as a customer. And I was like, wow. So the government, when it comes to your taxes, see you yeah, as yeah. a customer. Yeah. It. I don't know what that terminology just seems fucking disgusting to me. To call to, customers isn't disgusting, but to call like a taxpayer a customer, I'm not a customer of the government. You work for me, motherfucker. Yeah. It's interesting with all that because it's like, it's got one of the only things where you have to do a load of work to give them a load of money yeah Yeah. and then it's like uh, and you the ball's always in their court they've like they've set it up perfectly and if you don't if you don't hit the money on the days that's not so bad with like your personal but like with with business with your fans the fines are like horrendous and they're progress so like your vat for instance um if you if you're one day late um you get fined five percent on whatever that amount is um, which I've had before, which is when you're doing large fat bills, it's like yeah, it, yeah. it's one of the biggest fines I've ever come across in anything because it's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, imagine you've got I don't know, uh, let's say fifty grand fat bill, um, then it's two and a half grand Just on your fir- first time, and then the second yeah. time if you miss it again, which they log it, I don't know if it's in a year period or it drops off. The second time it's ten percent. Um, so wow. then that's, uh, for the for being one day late, so that would be um, five grand, and then the third time it goes up to fifteen percent. Fucking. So hell, imagine man. like imagine you you've had your two warnings, and yeah. you're building up your business or whatever, um, and then you're on your third one, so you get fifteen percent fine on whatever your back bill was. So so like I imagine there's some companies out there. Twenty two and a half grand. Yeah, it's like there's there's some companies out there that have um had like ridiculous fines. Um, yeah. But it's just bizarre. Yeah, I, I could understand there being a fine, but it's like it yeah. doesn't make it doesn't make sense that I, I guess they do. If you know the bigger the companies, you should have stuff in place to sort it out. But uh, yeah, I mean, if someone's ever missed that deadline for like a big company, 
Um, yeah. Where they've got millions of pounds and they've fined them like 15%. Imagine it. Yeah. That is not good. That is crazy. That is not good. But that's the tax system, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. That's, yeah. that's what January, that's how I view January. Yeah. <laughs> but on Again. the bright side, <laughs> I have also, as every, as a lot of people do, I've, I've reignited the fitness hype. I was, I was constantly going to the gym nice. last year. The cool thing is I've got, I've got gym pass, which actually tracks. And I found that last year I did exactly a hundred sessions. <clears throat> so Okay. That's cool. That's cool. That was like a no, target. Yeah, I got to like I got to about eighty, and I was and it was I don't know when it was. It was probably like early November, maybe late October, and I was like, oh, I got to get a hundred by Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on. yeah. Um, but yeah, so so I was in this, but it was always weight training, and um, and so I just thought, ah, oh, you know what? I need to start getting some cardio in and stuff, and and coming down a little bit. So um, so yeah, so I've just I've been uh, it sounds so stupid because it's like what the fifth but i've been yeah. eating i did some meal prepping i did some air fried chicken and put nice. them in containers for lunch jesus I've been, yeah i've been and and you know what it's actually like i know i've only been doing it a week so we'll check in again next week but the doing like pre-planned lunches that are healthy is actually sick because yeah it took me about an hour to prep all this shit but it's then basically the week's lunch is done. Mm. And I know it's not a lot, but, you know, it all adds up. I, I tended to fucking go down to the corner shop, £3.50, £4 on a meal deal a day. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you know, you do that 20 times in a month. That's like 60, 70 quid a month. Mm. You know, whereas get a load of chicken and and, and some salad and that. And then just disperse it into six different things. You know, it's it's it saves a lot of money and it's a shit ton healthier. And it just feels so, after eating like a stodgy sandwich in that, you feel a bit yeah. after eating chicken salad. I feel fresh as fuck. Yeah. So hopefully start. it continues. It's, it's but yeah, the, uh... all you can do is put one foot in front of the other, I suppose, and take it a day at a time. But yeah, so yeah. so far so good. I played. We do like eleven side on New Year's Day. Oh, so nice! It's always a good start to the year because it's yeah. Like, but it always and it always makes me think New Year's Eve. Like I don't want to get too smashed. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got to play football the next day. Um, yeah. I've done it for the last five years, and um, oh, yeah, it sick. starts me off right, and it's like it's always for charity as well, and it's like all, like there's about thirty of us that all get together. Um, wow! So yeah, it's always a good, it's always a good, uh, good crack. Nice. What was the score? Um. So I played, I played, I played with like the, I started with one team and I, I did a sub and then I, I joined with another team and then I had to kind of pick which team I was going to be with at the end. But, so I picked my original team, but um, I won two games, lost one. Uh, nice. And then one, yeah, it was like, it was like one nil, four, four nil. And then we got beat one nil at the end. So one, two, lost one. But I was like, a good runabout, like. Yeah, 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 of course. Did a risky tackle, like sprinted <laughs> as fast as I could in a penalty in the um in the box. I did a sliding tackle, but managed to get the ball. So yeah, it, was, it could have been a pen, and that would have been uh yeah. one all. Yeah, but yeah, he he went flying. God bless him, young lad. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he went flying, landed on his head. Um, oh, so yeah, he, he yes. had a bit of concussion. Bless him. Jesus Christ, Shut welcome up. to New Year's football, bitch. 
Dan's half asleep on New Year's Day. Bless him. No, I do. Was, I uh, do. That's one thing I do miss is um, playing football. Yeah, I played last night as well. So I've started off yeah. the uh, pretty good. Is that know. five slash six aside? Uh, yeah, I think that's not. We had eight aside, which was um, nice. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I find with five aside as much as I do enjoy it. It's a fucking bastard, man. Like, oh yeah, five sides. We we normally won't do it unless there's at least six. Um, anything more than that with the size of the pitch is just it's hard work. Like, it's yeah. hard work with like yeah, with six and seven. Um, eight eight's kind of a bit more enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Oh man, yes, that's that's New Year's. New Year's. Hope everyone uh, listening had a good New Year's. New, new, new Year, new me. That's yeah. it. You're gonna. When does that seem to like fade off from the gyms and that? Do you think from the gyms? I can tell you because I used to work in one, and I had a rule. And this might seem a bit harsh, but um, you get all the new people come in at the start of the year, and you'd have to do right. gym session plans for them and stuff. I won't lie to you; I just recycled old ones because I knew for a fucking fact. That 85%, if not 90% of these people would not be there two weeks later. And if they were, then I'd do them a new one. So about two weeks. Yeah, that's I why went... I start starting the first of Feb, because it's like Yeah, they're all gone. The, the failure rate in January is so big that <clears> it's yeah. like it's not even worth um it's not even worth putting your stuff out there because it's like yeah. And also as well, if you fail in the first month, like you've then got eleven months of of uh yeah. oh what's the point do you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. the whole year's if you you know if you're doing big plans if you've gone big yeah. in january like then your whole year's wasted if you if you do fail um yeah it's so. true see fortunately with mark because like i'm coming at it from a gym background anyway i just yeah, want to yeah. implement cardio into uh, and yeah, healthy yeah, eating because yeah, yeah. as much as i know it's so annoying it's but it's just like in life, isn't it? You you know what you should do, but you don't do it. 100%. I know you can't out-train a bad diet. And yet for the last year, I've been exactly. smashing the gym weights-wise, sometimes four or five times a week. I have been smashing it. But I've been eating shit. I've been yeah. eating takeaways. It's like I know yeah. that I've just been letting myself, you know, so. Diet's but also my biggest thing. I eat just shit. feeling like shit, feeling lethargic all the time. And I just think just eat. Like I was saying there, you eat a stodgy sandwich and that. Oof. You eat a chicken salad, you feel great. I know this, so just do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking do it. But I've been also been I've been listening to uh, the Mountain Is You. It's a self help. Oh, wow. about self sabotage. Oh, nice. Yeah, the mountain, the, mo- the mountain is you, and like some of them chapters, it's almost as if they've followed me, and I'm like, oh my god, they're talking to me. Yeah. But it's just like. Yeah, it's just really fucking cool. Um, I got it on Audible, and I've just been oh, listening yeah. to it. I'm listening um, to um, David Goggins. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. It's fucking powerful, man. Yeah. No, nah, David Goggins is sick. Uh, the one I've got, it's like his autobiography, but he, like, in the audiobook, he stops to talk. Like, he talks yeah. amongst whilst reading his book. Yeah, really another, like a, a podcast bit. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's Can't Hurt Me. And then the, ne- the next one, which is like yeah, the, one, the one after it's um, never finished. And it is like, it is, I thought Can't Hurt Me was savage. This is like, yeah. this is stepping it up again. Is that um, one I've got? I'll just have a little check. But yeah, The Mountain Is You is the, cool. is the um, thing. It's really, right really good. It's, it's just all about self-sabotage because I've, you know, and just, it's, it's fascinating, right? So even little things, which I've found that I do, right? So say you know you've got work to do, yeah? <clears throat> but your office is a shithole. 
Yeah. Subconsciously, you have allowed your office to become a shithole. Why? Because when it comes to doing the work, you can go, I really need to get on with work, but oh, fucking hell, I, I do need to tidy up my office. So you're right, giving okay. yourself an out. You're giving yourself an excuse to put off doing the work. Shit yeah. like that. And I was like, oh my God, my office is a shithole. Like, you know, so I was like, just little things like that. Um, obviously, there's a lot more, you know, profound and fundamental stuff like that than that. But, um, but yeah, I was just like, that's fucking that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, but it's really, really, really good. Um, I don't know which one. I uh, hear. Yeah, can't hurt me. It is that one. Yeah, yeah, the one I've yeah, got. If you're on Audible, get. Use it. <laughs> I will do. I've got like three, three free credits. Oh, so. Worth a credit, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Never finish. I... Yeah, I highly recommend Audible. Not sponsored or anything. I'd love to be sponsored by Audible, oh, but mate, yeah. it, it is it's just dream. fucking. It is awesome. It is awesome. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my waffle done. I think. Sorry to everyone who's just tuned in for national parks. I was going to say we're going to go from like trying to encourage people to explore, like you know, yeah, get out, get out there and get running. Just don't go to a <laughs> national park because you yeah. will die. <laughs> you will. You will perish. And no yeah. one will ever know anything about <laughs> No one will find you. That's it. No so one will find you. I've just found some stories of people who have gone missing in national parks, which is pretty much the entire thing of this episode, or was going to be. But we move because, you know, we, we hadn't seen people. We hadn't talked to people for a while, so it's good to catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to read out a few stories from um, missing individuals. These are taken from... They're not all taken from the same national park, but I imagine there's, well, I know there's a lot in America. Um, oh, national mate. Nas- they're, they're I'm pretty sure there are national parks in America that are bigger than the United Kingdom. Really? That's yeah, na- national park uh, sizes. Fucking insane. That's mental. Yeah. It's fucking, it is insane. Uh... So, yeah, so the biggest of them all in the U.S., right, is the uncontested heavyweight blah, 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 national park, and it is Alaska's Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Preserve. It's 13.2 million acres. Wow. Yeah. So that's fucking insane. That's large. million acres, yeah. That's large. And I think the that's thing that's big. weird about it is I know there's a conspiracy. Uh, is it the 411? National Park conspiracy. Yeah, so the four, the, so the four one one. That's a guy that um basically noticed this phenomena and yeah. put it all into a book, right? Um, so he basically documents a lot of the missing people, and that's like the four one one. I think it's. I don't know if it started out with a four hundred and eleven or I don't know, but um, right. yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. So obviously these people have gone missing, and the ones that I've read, there's absolutely no trace of yeah. any evidence of what's happened to them afterwards. Like there's no body. They may have found like small things like a backpack or a, a phone or something, but there's no definitive actual answer as to where they are or if they're alive or not. That's, that's the thing that's a bit weird. You, if you, if you find the body and you, you know, obviously they're dead, but you don't necessarily know what happened to them unless you sent it for an autopsy, but, not to find anything but like a backpack or a phone or something random or lanyard or something. It's it just it's just mysterious. It just makes you uh more dive deep or I suppose into the conspiracy theory of it all. But I'll just read out some stories 
this first one is from a guy called Morgan Heimer. Now, many people enter the parks inexperienced or underprepared. However, in the disappearance of Morgan Heimer, this was not the case. In fact, Heimer was an employee of the Tor West, a rafting company on the Colorado River. Heimer was regarded as an outstanding swimmer and experienced trekker. He was strong and fit, 22 years old. On the sixth day of an eight-day excursion, Heimer was last in line, bringing the rafters back from a swim. The lead tour guide recalled walking away from the cliff they were standing on to talk to a member of the excursion group. When he went back to Heimer, he was simply gone. The guide mentioned that Heimer wanted to go for a break, so no one was particularly concerned at the time. Not only that, but they were confident in his skills and he was wearing a life jacket and familiar with ter- the terrain at the time. When he didn't come back to the group for dinner, authorities were called. This launched a six-day search. His disappearance occurred on the 2nd of June, 2015. No one has seen Morganheimer since. Is that, so there's no evidence of him like, at all. He yeah, may as well not <clears throat> been there. And that, that, that's like a recurring theme in a lot of these cases, which is why sometimes people um, suggest it could be, you know, paranormal, like a, an alien yeah. abduction or something like mm. that, because there is literally just no trace of a lot mm. of these people. Um, I think I've covered this guy. And um, like I say, it's, it's one thing for people to go into a national park with no idea what they're doing, because yeah. it is... You know, it can be treacherous. You can most definitely get lost. And in a lot of these places, especially in America, you know, there are like, I think they're called bobcats and I think you eat bears and shit. So there's a lot yeah. of things that can kill you. But um, let's say this guy was was very clued up on what to do, worked there and probably knew the area extensively. So the fact that he just disappeared is just very, mm. very strange. Yeah. Yeah, as so well, you think as well, with a search whatever happened it must have been pretty instant because he would leave if he was there for a few days he'd leave some sort of signs you know yeah. like he'd try yeah. and probably make a fire or he would if he was lost he would definitely you know you'd mark some trees you would leave evidence about wouldn't you to say that you know i'm here or um yeah you, you just make as much yeah to to give anyone looking for you some signs so yeah, yeah. Very, and there's absolutely not, and he's got a life jacket, so it like, suggests that he went drowned. Um, yeah, and if he was attacked by anything, you know, there'd be there'd be evidence everywhere. There'd be yeah. blood. There'd be scraps of clothing. But also, like, just the weirdest part about a lot of these <clears throat> is like just a lack of trail. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. there's just nothing. There's no footsteps. Nothing. Really? They're just gone. Yeah, which that's you know. that's what I find weird because, like you say, if you got a six day search, you can have trackers within yeah. that search party, Absolutely. and, and you know they're looking for signs of of anything, you know, broken yeah. twigs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, on their path, and it's like to have no trail at all from from where he is or what you know, like yeah. where he last was. It, it's quite yeah. quite bizarre. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's only two other things I can really think of, uh, and one of them that probably one is like, oh, maybe you know he fell down something, but I guess they would check all that. Or another yeah. is maybe he's just intentionally disappeared, disappeared, and just you know erased everything um, 
again, like that's uh, yeah, that is possible. Bit of a weird one, but um, or yeah, or paranormal or aliens. You know, yeah. a good way for an alien to to grab someone, might yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do. There's there are a few people in the in the chat have said underground bases that house aliens who feed on humans. Uh, it's big, yeah. Lizzie Giggle's biggest hunch is that people are taken by the government or some secret underground ring to be tested on. Mm. Pulled under by the reptilian species. <laughs> nice. That's where, but like that's with like, there's a lot of theories about, and I don't know if we'll get into it or if there's a story relating to it later, but like around Bigfoot, right? And the Bigfoot species being in national parks. And you think, oh, shut up, blah, 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 blah. But you then take into consideration, like I was saying earlier, the size of these mm. areas, right? Yeah, it could, it could. And there are species of animals that we know of that live in far smaller areas mm. than what is available to to potentially these mountain dwelling fucking subcategory of ape. Yeah. yeah. So things like Bigfoot is also entirely entirely possible. Um, yeah. Obviously, be I'm not saying in this case specifically because obviously there'd be tractors, but I'm saying yeah. it's very interesting to think that potentially a 13 foot gorilla type animal could be living in those areas and it's not i know people think about you know bigfoot and stuff and think you know shut up but when you think about the logistics of it i think it's possible it yeah. is really possible i've also while you're saying that it's also it could be like it could be like some psycho murderer who's yeah also a, a brilliant absolutely you know he lives in the wild he's like an awesome trekker and he you know yeah. he just waits and goes around see someone on their own because like if you're a murderer <laughs> they're going to be so easy to to get those sort of people yeah it's like it's going to be so you know they're not going to get a detective team out and start doing fingerprints in, in like no. in, in that vast yeah. area excuse me yeah especially especially if you can you know traverse the area well and you know yeah. it well and like I say then you would have a you know you take all the evidence with you, you know, make sure you properly yeah. dispose of it. Um, don't yeah. leave any trace. And then it's like, if these are so common, like you're saying as well, it, it's, it's a very easy place for them to operate. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It could even be, it couldn't even be tribes or yeah, something. Yeah. A few of them. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Wild. Yeah. Could be like, or even, you know, like you see these films where like they, people go out and do like hunts. Um, you know, a few of them come together and they hunt, you know, humans and yeah. stuff. It could be like similar to that. Yeah, Fucking yeah. Out, it makes me not want to go out into the world. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, it's like, yeah, there, I mean, there could be like a society of very rich individuals mm. who, yeah. like I say, just what well, I don't know, they go yeah, full stealth. Go in, yeah, rather than going and hunting elk, they go in there and hunt people. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's, it's kind of it's almost like a a time capsule back to an earlier time yeah and when i say earlier time i mean like 70s 60s yeah. 70s when these serial killers could literally just pick someone up in a car hitchhiking yeah. and kill them yeah. you know out in a national park it's it's essentially like that yeah it's yeah but you know there's no phone signals in most places you are going back yeah. to those times and, and that stuff happened in those times yeah. so yeah. yeah um interesting yeah scary stuff scary really stuff is. indeed uh, this next story is for, uh, about a guy called Drake Kramer. Um, 
Another experienced outdoorsman who enjoyed the Grand Canyon was a 21-year-old college student named David Kramer. Uh, although at the time it's called Drake Kramer. Maybe they got the name wrong. His love of nature and exploring areas were uh, like the Grand Canyon motivated him to major in geology at the University of Texas. His decision to visit the canyon wouldn't be surprising to his family or friends. The circumstances for his trip, however, were slightly more unexpected. Kramer, without any warning, chose to take off to California and from there to the Grand Canyon. He arrived at the Bright Angel Lodge in Arizona on February the 1st. Although Kramer had been there a few times before, it was unlike him to travel alone. His parents had seen him just before on January the 29th and said he was in good spirits. They even attended a movie together. Even more jarring was the message that Kramer sent to his mother, mother seemingly explaining the reason for his trip. He told his mother that he needed to take he needed to take back with Mother Earth and set his soul free. Or needed to be back with Mother Earth. <clears throat> yeah, uh, because of this message, authorities uh, counted suicide as a high probability after he left his car at the lodge and travelled alone the south rim of the Grand Canyon on his own. His family, in great hopefulness, saw this saw the message as David needing to spend time in nature and to do a bit of soul searching. The terrain of the south rim is very mixed, so it can be difficult to traverse. But it is very rare that no sign of him or his remains would be found in that area. Despite this, neither Kramer's body nor any clues about what happened to him have ever been found. So he just went there and disappeared, like. Yep, he's gone there. He's uh, the Grand Canyon. Yeah, because that's obviously quite a pop. Well, I guess all these places are popular. Yeah, but obviously the I don't know what parts like most tourists go to. Yeah, Yeah. I think as well you go, you kind of go on the top, don't you? And you you look out to the view. So if you go into the Grand Canyon, um. You can do like a seven day trek into the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Um, Fucking hell. So there's like, it is huge. Mm. It's, but it's quite rare though. Apparently, between 1958 and September 2021, there's only been 29 cold cases of people who's gone missing. So it works out about one every five years. What? Oh, in the Grand Canyon? In the, in the Grand Canyon specifically, yeah. yeah. Okay. But still, but yeah. I mean, it's, if it's that vast. And obviously, the Grand Canyon. There's a lot of places to fall. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really fathom how big the Grand Canyon is. Obviously, you see it in like pictures and films and that, but you, you don't really get the scope of it. I mean, yeah, you, you've driven past it, haven't you, um, Jordan? Yeah, but way out. We oh, wanted right. to. Okay. I, 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 we did want to um, take an excursion, but it would have taken too long, and we needed to get back to. LA, oh, right. but... I've driven out there. I've driven. I was closer to um, Death. Is it Death Valley? Than, Death Valley. Uh, oh, that's right. they're both on my list. Grand Canyon and my brother James has been there to Grand Canyon. Nice. Yeah, I did. I, I'd love to. I'd definitely love to go back. Yeah. I'd love to do that drive again. To be honest, it was a sick drive. Yeah. But um. But yeah, no. People in the chat. I'll tell you what. People in the comments are. There's a lot of theories going on. So apparently, the, in the in the Grand Canyon. There's lots of secret caves that are off limits to the public. Oh. Um, used to, it's, Al says it used to house giants. That's why it's so deep. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, Grand Canyon was the last known home of the Nephilim. 
I'm pretty sure they're Nephilim, aren't they? Giants. Yeah, it's the lost race of giants. Ah. That's a great yeah, nice race yeah. of giants. It's a cool name. That is very cool. Um, but yeah, like uh, whenever I think of places like the Grand Canyon and that, I do think of um, like, you know, like the hills have eyes and shit. Like, just oh, things, yeah, in the, yeah. things in the mountains. And also the descent always comes to mind. Like yeah. if they're, because you got to think how expansive these cave systems are underneath. And things could live in there. Well, things mm. do live in there. Yeah. But yeah. Could, you know, and it's just very, very eerie. But also, if, you know, I don't know, again, would you, it can't be that far off, but the, how far is Grand Canyon from Area 51? Because they're in the same fucking um, uh, desert, aren't they? Yeah. I think uh, 200, they're 240 miles apart. Uh, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite, quite a long distance, like relative to like travelling. Yeah, I don't know. They could. Yeah, oh, yeah well, there's some weird shit out there. Mm. So you never know. But yeah, again, it's just it's just the fucking... The thing that gets me about these national park shit is just often there's just no trace. I don't get how there can be no trace of someone. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Like, that. Like there's, there's one... Um, there's one that I don't know if you're going to read. Basically, this girl was on like a school trip in this national park and they were like on this trail, a predetermined trail, right? And she was walking with a couple of girls that were quite slow. Um, and then there's like people all the way up towards this like observatory area, right? And um, she was at the back with these girls and then she decided she wanted to go on a bit. So she walked ahead by herself, disappeared, Right. There was a slight trace, but it makes no fucking sense. So there was then they then brought sniffer dogs, right? And they found her scent, and the scent somehow went up this trail past the observatory and then disappeared. But the weird thing is, there was like 30 to 40 people between her and the observatory, and her scent somehow went from her last being seen past all these people past the observatory to then disappear however yeah. no one saw her get to the observatory or go past it and there was 30 30 to 40 people between like shit like that it's just like what the fuck yeah, and it's on a mad. predetermined trail yeah you know? yeah, yeah. It, it's just fucking weird man yeah I I've, I've got one here named uh the name of the person is Teresa gibson um Let's have a look. 16-year-old high school student exploring the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. I think that's the one you're talking about, to be honest, it does yeah. mention the Observation Tower. Yeah, and story. she she like went missing past the observation. Like she was half, she was last seen half a mile back, and there was like 30, let's say 30 to 40 people between her and the observation. It's, it's fucking it's so weird. However, bizarre. I have to say, if you Google any of these places, they are fucking stunning. So I, I get why yep. people go to them. Yeah, yeah. But just the amount of well, people that go missing. What I'll do, I think I'll I'll read this one. This is one of his number one on the list. So I don't know if oh. that has any bearing on how shocking it is or how you know strange it is. But I'll I'll read it. Um. So on October the eighth, nineteen seventy six, a sixteen year old high school student, Teresa Gibson left Knoxville, Knoxville with her classmates and teachers to explore the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Specifically, they were planning on going to 
Klingman's Dome, where a stunning view of the mountains can be seen from a 45-foot-tall observation tower. Yeah. Gibson appeared to be enjoying the trip, walking alone with her friends. Walking along with her friends, sorry. Along one of the trails, she walked with two other girls who said they slowed down a bit to rest. Gibson carried on a little ahead of them, but this trail was being used by dozens of groups that day. There were people before and after her on the trail the entire time they were hiking. The general consensus from the group was an expression heard over and over again. One minute she was there and the next minute she was gone. The trail that they went, the trail that they were on at the time of her disappearance is relatively steep with some major drop-offs along one side. Gibson's group alone was 40 students plus teachers. If she had fallen down one of the drop-offs, she would have had to do silently for no one around to hear her. Likewise, if someone abducted her, they would have had also to be incredibly quiet, either incredibly quick or invisible for no one to have seen anything. Even if she had wanted to run away and thought this was a great opportunity, she did so with no identification or the savings she had been collecting. The search for her was made difficult by rain and fog the night she was reported missing. A slew of volunteers came to the park to help look for Gibson. Several dog units were also brought in to help find any trace of her. Interestingly, one of the dogs found a trace that went past the dome about a mile and a half further than she had last been seen around the newfound gap. However, the trail went cold then. Gibson, like the rest of the National Park Service's missing cold case cases, simply vanished. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. That makes no sense. Like, if someone wrote, let's say, like, that's made up and someone wrote that story, that's a shit story because it makes no sense. It's real. And so that's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. It's just so fucking weird. And, like, I just feel like if, say, there's like a, a, I don't know, a slew of people in London, right? Uh, all, All been murdered and they've all been shot, right? You then say, by deduction of what has happened, there is someone out there with a gun and they have been shot, right? Mm. There are hundreds of people that just disappear off the face of the earth in these places with no trace. Mm. I'm trying to think, like, you have to... To explain it, you have to broaden into things that we don't understand. Yeah. But the evidence backs up that it has to be something we don't understand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's like, it has to be like either they, I don't know. They go, I don't know. They, there's like some sort of rip in reality. They go through, they get abducted. There has to be something that we cannot explain that is happening because it is happening. It just is happening. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's really fucking weird. It happened to um, I don't want to go off tangent too much because it wasn't a national park, but it happened to uh, a guy on the Isle of Wight when I was at school, and I I I spoke to him that night, and he he's totally vanished. Um, and it, it, yeah, it's been. I mean, they've done a full documentary on it. Uh, it's called Damien Nettles. Um, went over and just uh, yeah, no one's ever seen him since. He just See, um, his last saw in a chip shop come out, and then that was it. Jesus. Like, to me, and this, it, it, 
the most logical explanation for something like that, which isn't logical, is abducted by aliens. Mm. And, you know, anyone like that, if there's no evidence that they've gone anywhere, then maybe they've gone up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is bizarre when, when just, um, like I say, you get all the police weird. doing investigations, they track so much yeah. stuff and they're just, and just everything's nothing. a dead end. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. How how yeah, big yeah. is the Isle of Wight? Is it, is it not that big? Um, oh, it's big. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's big enough. Right. Know, a kilometers wise. Uh, I did, I did look at this the other day. Let me just, um, is, is, I think Al might be referring, is Sandown in, on the Isle of Wight? Yeah, it's the Isle of Wight. It's 380 kilometers squared. Oh, okay. so it's fairly big then. So yeah, it takes like, you can obviously, you can drive from one side to the other in about 40 minutes. Um, yeah. So probably 40 minutes that way and then like half an hour. It's kind of the right. way. But, like, it's big, like, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's as big as like yeah, a city sort of thing. Yeah. Um, with the amount of land that's on there and that. So, um, yeah, but just um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole documentary on. I think BBC did it. Um, going back to like the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, missing days. It's fucking but what, what's crazy. bizarre is I, I like I saw him. He went missing in Cowes, and I saw him in East Cowes, and we had like literally like a, a two minute conversation, and then he, yeah. he, he went off, and then he sort of went out. Um, and he ended up in this chip shop, and then that's the last he's ever been seen. Crazy. That's crazy, absolutely crazy. I don't, I don't know if this is an appropriate segue, but because you're talking about the Isle of Wight, you did say at the start that the that you met. Oh people. yeah, yes, yeah, so it kind of fits into this. Basically, I met a couple who were um they kidnap. Uh, <laughs> they could do. They were um well, I say we were in the pub, we we're just having a drink, and then this couple come in with a little baby. Um, and my kids obviously like attracted to the the baby, and were like, oh, you know, so cute, and just. And then, um, so we, we had a, a couple of beers and stuff and, um, just sort of got chatting to them and we're like loosely speaking and stuff. And then they were like, oh, we're like, I know you're from here, where you're from, what you're up to. Um, and then they were just chatting. They were like, oh yeah, we basically, we live on a boat. Um, we've just bought this boat a few weeks ago. We like live off grid, um, wow. with the baby. So they live yeah. with the baby on this sailing boat. And I was like, oh, do you, you know, do you sail a lot? And he's like, no, I've never, uh, we don't know how to sail. Um, okay. So, and I was like, wow. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's a guy called Luke. So just chatting to him and basically a bit of a, a nomad. Um, he was telling yeah. the story. So he had a horse for a year and a half with, I think it was his ex-girlfriend. And they would travel on horseback all through like the United <laughs> Kingdom and just had a little satchel and set up. So like really interesting person. Oh he met this, his girlfriend, Amelia. Um and then, yeah, they were like, I think they were traveling around Ireland and living on a farm. And then they had the baby. And then they decided to, I think they were doing like van life for a bit. And then they decided to buy this boat. Um, so, oh, so where wow. we were, we had, obviously had a house. And, but you could see out to, because had sea views, you could see out to the, and then you could, couldn't see his boat, but it was just around the corner. But it was really choppy and windy. And like, it was yeah. hot over Christmas. Obviously, really cold as well. So we were like, oh, we've, um, you know, my missus is like, if you want to stay the night, if it gets too bad out there, especially with the baby and that, you can always come to us, yeah. like a spare room. So they ended up anyway coming that night. We had some drinks and you know, just telling us like more stories. But 
Um, yeah, he's come over on a little dinghy and he just bought this boat. It's just funny that he didn't have sail and it's like just living like off grid on this boat. Um, yeah. With, you know, with, with a baby. Um, and it's just made me really think like, you know, people, you, you think you need all, I remember when we first had, had our first baby, you think you need all this stuff and like, you, yeah. know, you know, you need this house and all, all this stuff that you think you need. And actually like we're quite resilient as humans and you can just, you know, you can just get by on a on a little boat, but they were like, yeah, just totally off grid. Um, d- wouldn't these like marine and stuff? He, just, he was like, yeah, we're attached to a boy, and we're just like, <laughs> I'm not going to pay, you know, pay for like dock somewhere. Um, yeah, just brilliant, just like real different way of like living and thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think he was a tree surgeon, and he would go and work. So he told me some other stuff that he'd done, um, which is quite funny. Um, I'll tell you that after, but uh, yeah, just um, yeah, just done like a bit of like a nomad, really. Um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, it's so, so cool. interesting. You rarely, you rarely meet people like that. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and it's just funny because I just felt so middle class compared to yeah. him because it was just like yeah. you know we're there. We've like we had more more bags and stuff for like the three days we're away than they <laughs> they have to whole, live yeah in their yeah. old boat but it's just, it's just brilliant because it's just a simple way of living um absolutely you just need to get your food um yeah and then you know do a little bit of work every now and then dot around and he was like, oh i don't know where we're going we're gonna like bear in mind he doesn't know how to sail this is what was brilliant he was yeah. like yeah we're go- gonna um they'd already traveled across the water to like the isle of Wight, so they're on the open seas yeah. on the engine running he's like oh i'm gonna learn to sail at some point i need to kind of <laughs> find someone to teach me and then yeah. he's like we're gonna hopefully sail to uh like the grand uh grand canaria like canary oh, Islands. Wow. and i was yeah. like fair play like yeah taking that on without yeah how to sail with like your missus and a baby Jesus. and i suppose you've got your engine as backup i don't know too much about boats so i don't know how how like far you can get on your engine but again yeah. if something goes yeah. wrong or that that leaks or i don't know it's just for me it was quite like scary but also what a really good adventure yeah absolutely fucking hell can you just do you still need passports and shit surely to go Uh, you go into other people's waters yeah if you to go to like go cross borders again but again like if you're doing it yourself and you just rock up yeah on a beach on a beach like can you know obviously someone stops you but um and I guess you do need them, yeah. But uh, and I think they, you know, they did have, have them. Um, but yeah, he's so the cool, baby. Their baby was born um, in like Ireland, and because uh, if you get an Irish passport, it's like a European passport, so you can kind of go anywhere. Yeah. But apparently, Ireland wouldn't give him the passport. Um, oh really? Because of, like you need a fixed address or something over there. So all oh, right, uh, oh, it's right. quite interesting. But, yeah, like really, really nice couple. Just really like good stories because imagine like you know most of us we do our day-to-day whatever but you know each day he's kind of like they're getting on the boat sailing somewhere else and um just like a cool adventure but tough as well you know on a small little boat if you got if the weather's bad you got to stay in yeah. there all day um yeah it's like cold in there um you're living off what you've got in there if the he you know some nights he comes out of a night on the dinghy to go and get some bread or whatever or milk and he's like almost fell off the other night <laughs> and it's like you know dealing with massive waves and stuff and then it, and, I, and then like obviously if he falls off like 
the missus and the kid on the boat. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Oh, I just, there's so many things that were, like, I was just like giving me anxiety. And I was, but I was like, <laughs> fair play. It's okay. yeah. You know, we're tough. We're, humans are tough. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Really nice definitely. couple. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, 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 what, with what Scott said, I thought the same. When you said uh, sailing to Grand, I thought you were going to say Canyon. Like, <laughs> They're going across the fucking Jesus. Yeah. That they be... might end up once they get to Grand Canaria. You never know. Like they get confident. Yeah. Um, I, I guess yeah. once you figure out sailing your boat, um, yeah, yeah, you can. You can. I watched that Ad Middleton documentary, and it obviously he just sailed across all the the waters and stuff. You can potentially sail anywhere. I, I guess you got to be really yeah. careful and know what you're doing. But there's no yeah. reason why you can't. Absolutely. Just what? Yeah. Just because uh, you mentioned Ad Middleton. Middleton. And obviously, we were talking about audiobooks earlier. The one where he goes up Mount Everest is fucking mental. And he talks about, like, just how hard it was and stuff. But from what I gauged, getting down yeah, was yeah, what yeah. nearly fucking, you know, was actually harder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the documentary? Going. No, I haven't. But the, the oh. audiobook is him talking about it. Oh, okay. But watch the documentary as well, because it's like you get to see it, like, real time. It's, yeah, yeah, it is mad. Like he's lucky to be here. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I gauge. And I don't know if I don't know if it comes across in the documentary. But from what I could gauge, he was quite pissed off of his cameraman because, like, he just wanted these moments to reflect. And the cameraman be like, "Can you do that again, so we could get it for the documentary?" And he's like, "Up a mountain, nearly yeah, dying." Yeah. It's like, please fuck off. I just want to look at this view. Well, also, yeah. he was like last man as well, and he wanted to stay on the mountain for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that within the order book it transpires because it's like to get the shots or whatever but that was almost a downfall because uh, it was yeah no he says about it yeah he does and that that was that was, was what nearly queue. fucking yeah yeah what what one thing i don't know if you got to this but yeah but one th- about the queue and it's like obviously when because it's it's called the um the death zone and obviously the longer you're up yeah. there like you know it starts um shutting down all your system so yeah. it's literally when you're up there, you you have to get down, you have to get off. But obviously he was saying at one point he's like, do you chuck someone off that's like yeah. that's causing a problem to or, or you know, or, or even scrap with them to get round it? And it's like, yeah, it's a real moral dilemma because it's like potentially someone could kill you for, for not going forward. Um yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. And the amount of people that die up there is just... so many, mate. So many. Yeah. yeah. Is it twenty five percent? I know on that Seven Peaks documentary on Netflix, there's one mountain where I think it's a 50-50 fucking survival rate. Yeah, I think that's the second. That's not Everest. It's the, it's the other one because it's just really. Um, it's the avalanches. Fucking um, crazy, man. Down. Um, yeah, the, the, it's the death zone that that's the problem, and, and the amount of people that do Everest as well. I think that now the numbers. I've come down quite a bit. Um, and where it's got touristy, there's a lot of people got there, I think, not as prepared as probably they should be. Um, yeah. Because if you pay the money, let's face it, the guides are going to take you up, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. No matter what your level of fitness. I mean, there's there's young kids who've done it. There was like the record. I think really? it's like a 12-year-old. Who's, Fuck. But he had to go. There's two routes to Summit Everest, and he had to go the other route, um, which is yeah. through the other country. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you the bit that gets me, mate, uh, about Everest is those ladders that are just across. Yeah, like, that cross. Uh, yeah. yeah, 
fuck that man yeah. i know they're established and shit but fucking hell yeah it's a good they picture just look, they look grim yeah. yeah that's probably ironically i mean there are people that fall off and there that, that's probably one of the safer bits because there's bits yeah. the top yeah. where they're um because i think each year the um uh the sharpers have to go up and like relay all the ropes uh mm-hmm. to so like the one of the first treks up there the early got there i think the harder it is because it's like it's less the path less trodden yeah yeah crazy crazy man um yeah fair play to like people who do do it yeah do you think you'll because i know you plan to but i'd love to do base camp and i'm still i will definitely do it at some point yeah um obviously it's a bit of a trek it's like three weeks <laughs> away so mm-hmm. um i'll probably wait till the kids are a little bit older my two so two friends i did peru with um mm-hmm. oh, sorry three of them um that i did because we're all talking about it they're all going um in oh, october amazing. So they were all like, come along. Um, yeah. And I really wanted to, but I just, I just can't. Yeah. I, I can't do it this, this year. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe, hopefully in another, I said to my missus and that, like, I do definitely want to do it. Maybe in like two, three years or something. Yeah. But mm-hmm. still, I, I have to do it because it, I was mm-hmm. so close. I had all my bags packed and I, I was literally driving to my flight when it got cancelled. So it's like, yeah. it's, so it's, yeah, it's, um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever do, I wouldn't ever do the peak the just peak. because again, there's such that danger. No matter how good your experience, like you can oh, you know, look at like, yeah. so fit and experience and he's done mountaineering yeah. and then you can get caught out through yeah. one out through, through other people. Um yeah, yeah. And for me, there's not enough drive. And it's about four months as well to do do the peak. And it's about four yeah. fifty grand. So yeah, I think you have to be super driven to to want to do it. Um yeah. so does I, it did you say it takes four months? I think it's about three, four months, yeah. Of, um, to get to the top? Well, it's acclimatization. So yeah. you have to right. go there. You have to acclimatize and then you have to um, keep going up and down. So, like, the amount of time. I'm getting further each time. Yeah, you got, there's a point. Um, I think it's like base camp two or something. You have to kind of go all the way up there and then come back down. Uh, there's a uh, Bear Grylls, if you read his book, when he first did it. And it's like you do all these hard bits, but. And you're like you're kind of so close, but then you have to come back down, and then you acclimatize, and then you go back up. Jesus. So like you do some bits two or three times, um, and that's why it just takes yeah, it takes so long to to uh, to do it to do it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. just acclimatization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll probably obviously like Nims and that when depending on who you are and like your lung capacity and where you're from. Yeah, um, and there yeah. are people who can do it quicker um yeah but if if you're joe public then yeah you're just gonna you're gonna need to do you're gonna yeah a lengthy trip um oh, and there's a, there's a certain window that you can actually do it in as well so there's there's a real small window of opportunity that's why you know you see all the lines those yeah. the famous picture of all the lines it's like it's not that it's like that every day um it's just that there's all those people up there and then all of a sudden you've got a small gap window that that people can go and then they yeah. just all pile up there, and that makes it super dangerous because that's all in yeah. the death zone. Fucking hell, man! That's I don't nuts. know if you guys are seeing because I know you mentioned obviously avalanches being obviously a big, a big risk in uh, you know that sort of thing. Have you seen the video of that um, guy? I've got it on. I'll put it in the stream um, in a second. But there's a guy who's standing what looks like 
very far away from yeah, distant true. avalanche and it is getting increasingly closer to him and there's a moment where you're like ah oh, well that's not that's not going to bother him and then it just literally yeah escape down the mountain towards him and he quickly realizes that he's pretty much fucked so he has to try and take cover i'll, I'll put it on here now and yeah it's good fucking hell yeah he's talking so that, about it at this point isn't he? yeah because it looks so it looks far miles away. away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, watch this. This is the trouble with them, though. They're fucking ridiculous. It's weird. It looks like it's in slow motion as well. Yeah. yeah. It just comes up so um, quick. Yeah. He's, he's zooming out as well, so he was zoomed in. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you still think, now nah, it's not. It's just crazy. It's gonna, if, you, yeah. if you look at the back, though, right at the back, it's still coming as well. Yeah. It's yeah. Still... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, even there, no, there's more momentum behind it. Still oh, coming, so yeah. fuck. What's he going to do? He's dead, isn't he? Did he die? He couldn't have. No, he didn't die. He fuck! Oh, my God. It's, it's oh, that's terrifying, man. Because, yeah, well, you know, because, yeah, he was just protected by a rock, but if fucking, like, 10 foot of snow builds oh, on yeah. top of it. It'll just fucking yeah. move all the rocks. No, that power yeah. in that, it'll just move all those rocks. Well, like, that's the trouble, isn't it? See, it's not only... It's not only the snow; it's the it's the debris, and it's like a tsunami. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not just water; it's all the debris in it. Oh yeah! Um, when I found that out about tsunamis, that fucking te- like there's yeah. that movie. It's like a brick wall, fucking yeah. coming at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like some of the some of the debris underneath is like you might as well fucking jump into a blender. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. As well as an avalanche as well. Even if it's mainly snow, like you get so disorientated, you don't know fucking which yeah. ways off because as, as yeah. disgusting as this is they say that you should spit don't yeah. they yeah, yeah so yeah. that it falls down exactly, so you yeah. can see, see which way where it go. falls so if you're ever in an avalanche guys spit yeah because you want it to come back and hit you and then you know yeah. that's the way that's the way up fucking hell man that's scary shit that's yeah. scary shit i just thought yeah. it's just so so quick how things turn you think yeah. i'm not in danger here I'm going to look at this because this is quite a spectacle. You're like, yeah. okay, it's getting closer. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's getting really close. I'm, I'm going to have to take cover now. And um, that one, yeah. as I look like the centre, just flow. It just it just went directly towards him, didn't it? It was yeah. like yeah. the whole thing just like flew towards him. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking scary. It just shows like, you know, we think, I know we're obviously humans have created nuclear weapons and stuff, but nature itself is so fucking powerful. It's terrifying. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking crazy. It really is. Nature's scary. It is. It really is. It is. I think what we'll do, as uh, we've got, you know, quite we've got thirty six people watching. Let's go to Q and A section towards the yeah. end. Yeah. Any, any questions? Any questions? Uh, Get in. Uh, Bilbo says so you can spit in your own face just before you perish. <laughs> I said, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. True, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if it guarantees you survival, well, it doesn't guarantee you survival, but if it does help you survive... Like, gives I'd, you a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'll gobble my own face. You want to be dribbling it. Don't don't put too much power in a spit. Just you want to dribble it out. Because <laughs> if you spit if you spit too hard, like the you might you might spit it out and it hits the top and you're like, oh, that's up. But it's the power of your spit. You've got <laughs> yeah. to do a slight dribble. <laughs> that's it. Fuck's sake. Al asks, any of you boys ever wanted to go to Egypt and try and sneak in a pyramid? 
I'm going to Egypt in June. So oh, yeah. yes, I am. I am. But we are we are about I think three hours away. However, there are day trips, and I think it just has to be done. I think it does. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, no, I think I will. I, I, I have to, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so in June. I don't know if I'll sneak into a pyramid because I'm pretty sure you get arrested, but I'll certainly look at them. Um, can you pay to, to go in them anymore? I don't know if you can, then I definitely will. But I know there's... Have you seen... I don't know. Was it a, was it a pyramid in Egypt? Or was it... I think it was a pyramid in Egypt. There's a video of a woman, like, um, just like a holiday maker. She climbed up one. Mm. And... From like the top, she's like, "Yeah, woo!" And I was, she should just hear like all these people down below like shouting and shit. And I think she thought like they're like, "Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah." She comes down, and this crowd of local people pretty much attack her and throw See, shit yeah. at her, disrespecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like she and like this like pol the police are actually like protecting her to keep her alive. Yeah, you know, because it's incredibly disrespectful. But um, I've seen, I've seen a video of a. I don't know. Was it? Could it be a base jumper? Because is there anything? Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Yeah, that's yeah, and it. he lands on yeah. top. It's fucking crazy. Please. But yeah, but no, I'll certainly, I'll certainly go see, go see a pyramid, the pyramids. Definitely. I'd also like to go to the. I don't know how close it is. My geography is terrible. But is it the Valley of Kings? That's pretty. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or is it the Valley of the Dead? It's one of the two. But yeah, it's it. But um, I think it's in. It's on the. It's in the Mummy movie. But um. But yeah, all that sort of stuff would be uh, would be sick to go and see. A lad I know who um, um, does photography. He um, he took some pictures on the pyramids. So I think I think he said maybe climbed to the top, but he climbed up it, and he's got it's David Wallace. Um, I don't know if he's got his picture. There's one of him sitting, and then the, there's one pyramid in the background. But I think he's sitting yeah. on the other pyramid. Um, oh right, yeah. I think he got arrested. He said for it. Uh, and you had to pay a fine or something. Yeah, they're not like they're they're really strict about it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know I I watched uh, that thing on Netflix. This that guy who thinks that they've got history completely wrong and like we're older oh, yeah, than the human yeah. right. And it's a fucking amazing. But what gets me first of all is archaeologists seems to be gatekeeping history, which blows my mind. It's like you're an archaeologist. Surely you want the truth, not mm. oh well, this has been established for a hundred years, so fuck you. We're not you know. But also, and this is really bad because I I want them to dig all this shit up. I want them to excavate the pyramids. And I know it because it's like what is in there? Yeah. You know, and all these like Aztec like we can surely we can put them back. So please they're like, oh, we up. think that there might be a fair, you know, a pharaoh's tomb, a mile beneath. It's like, well, fucking dig it and go mm. look, because yeah, I just think, I just want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, you know. But I understand like respecting the history and stuff. I get it. I get it, and preserving it. But we just don't know enough. And have and you seen the guy on Joe Rogan where he says about the mathematic measurements of the pyramids yeah. and how they all yeah. align? And there's tunnels in there that align perfectly and yeah there's there's rocks there's rocks within there that even you know because they say oh you could build sand and do layers and push it up yeah there, there's some rocks in there that is that technique wouldn't work and they're so big and so heavy and they don't know how yeah they've got in, in the pharaoh's tomb yeah in the pharaoh's tomb there are 70 
one and a one to one and a half ton granite blocks that first yeah. of all the granite is fucking like a hundred miles away and the the like you were saying the the degree if they did it with ramps and shit yeah there's a point i think it's i think it's past 10 degrees where it becomes physically impossible to push yeah like yeah, that yeah. that and it's just it, they've they've managed to suspend 71 ton granite blocks like 350 yeah. feet in the air which is and it's like fun. we couldn't do what well, we could do it now with like cranes yeah and yeah. shit but it's just like it's absolutely what the fuck did they use like yeah. that weight as well like there's nothing without hydraulics yeah like, you can even get like bamboo and all that and like you can build up but you can't you can't get that weight on it's just ridiculous yeah. like, i don't I, I don't get it it's fucking crazy. Al's saying the Nephilim, the ne- them giants, they had the giants the enslaved and they were putting them up there. But nice. the, also in that documentary slash series on Netflix, there's a theory because you know the Phoenix, sorry, not the Phoenix, the, the, the what's it called? The Sphinx. The Sphinx's yeah. head is smaller than the arms and the body. It doesn't look right. Mm. There's a theory now that the Egyptians stumbled across the Sphinx. And that it was actually built years and years prior, and they changed the Sphinx's head to the head of their pharaoh at the time. And obviously, oh. they'd have to carve that out of the existing brick or whatever yeah. you know blocks that it was there, which is why it's smaller in comparison to the rest of the body. Right. But that would mean that there was a civilization prior to Pretty. the Egyptians that could fucking sculpt something of that magnitude. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just fucking. Like, I think it's twelve thousand years ago is when humans were thought to be like smart enough to do shit. Before that, we were cavemen. But there's like evidence now that there's like forty thousand years ago there could have been fucking humans creating monoliths and shit when we should have been like, I don't know, fucking hitting wood against a wall in a cave. Yeah, yeah. As well, and that's why I don't get archaeologists are like stopping us from looking yeah. at this deeper because it, it goes against the established order it's like you're archaeologists it's supposed to be your passion to uncover this shit which blows my as, mind i think as well with it if you think about all those random civilizations dotted around like even now we, we've all kind of like the same access that we've got and schools and like you still get geniuses coming through like you get like yeah. you know like elon musk and whatever you get these people who are like savage just like totally you know above everyone else and it's like yeah. that's not to say that you know along the cavemen there's just someone who's born who's just absolutely able to fucking do shit yeah absolutely or that if we predated the ice age like if we had an ice age now it would fuck society quite quite substantially yeah and yeah, put us yeah. back yeah what if we'd already built up over thousands mm. of years to a to a civilization that was quite advanced and then the ice age came along and then sent it back and then yeah. you know because history like there's so reset. much history that's been lost mm. you know we could have we think we're the most advanced we might not be we just might not be and the fact that there is evidence that we are tens of thousands of years older than we thought you know al says the watermarks on on the sphinx shows that that the construction predates Egypt, you know? So it's been, this shit has been around for thousands of years that we didn't realize there's, you know, the fact that there's Aztec 
pyramids that line up perfectly with the pyramids of Giza and shit, when there's no fucking way that they could have known that. And that there, there's certain um, constructions, it might be the pyramids of Giza, that line up with like the astrological shit on this in the stars. I know I'm butchering this is because I'm not very eloquent when it comes to this sort of stuff. But the fact that there's mathematical equations that were essentially solved thousands of years ago. How? When yeah, they yeah. when we thought they just discovered fucking fire. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. wrong. It's just great. Oh, so also as well, it's that they they say Graham that Hancock. some of these old um, civilizations are so in touch with like the planet and like yeah. recycling stuff that even if they knew methods of how to you know make plastic and different things they just wouldn't because it's not you know they were all like in sync with the planet because they knew that yeah. we had to be at one with the planet whereas we're so yeah. far detached from that now yeah because there's a thought that their, their science was based through the likes of like ayahuasca and dmt and things like that and using psychedelics mm. which obviously does get you in touch with with nature and, and the earth and stuff and they progressed through that route Whereas yeah. we kind of have progressed through burning fossil fuels, etc. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's fucking. Plastic. I could talk about this shit all day. It's fucking fascinating, and that that series on Netflix is fucking mental. Just because, but the fact that it's it's also weird that it's so controversial. Like Graham Hancock is such a controversial figure just because he wants to, you know, just discover the truth and maybe change the established order. Like, what's wrong with that? You know, what's but the there's people. Called, mate? Uh, let me just quickly um, uh, Graham Hancock uh, Netflix I think it's Ancient Apocalypse yeah Ancient Apocalypse look yeah, I've just googled it look <laughs> Ancient Apocalypse is the most dangerous show on Netflix <laughs> it's like no it's not yeah that's the matrix why, archeolo yeah, why archaeologists are fuming over Netflix's Ancient Ar Apocalypse series so why because what you believe might not be right, mm. but you're that arrogant that you can't. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. As an archaeologist, you should be passionate about, like, how fucking cool. Like, if you think you, if you think we've cracked it all, and then all of a sudden there's ten thousand years to fuck around with, that's yeah. exciting, surely. Yeah, I just don't get it. Summer, yeah. Just don't get it. But yeah, it's it's cool as fuck. It really is. Have you got any more questions? Sorry. Yeah, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Giggles and also Bilbo Baggins ask similar questions. What do you think happens to the missing people of national parks if you had to choose one possibility? And Bilbo asks, uh, back to the 411 segment, individually, what are your personal rational thoughts that's happening to these people? I, I believe in the most, often the most obvious answer is the answer. And although it lacks just because we've never met them, it lacks logic. But I do believe in aliens and UFOs. For me, if someone disappears off the face of the earth with no trace, considering the levels of DNA, etc., we have, the most obvious answer is alien abduction. So I will go with alien abduction. So he's putting his flag in alien abduction. Yes. Uh, I, think, I think tribes or, you know, people who live like kind of isolated from the world, I think are probably a good possibility. Not for all occasions, like the one who went missing in uh, the Grand Canyon. I don't know if that would really work there, but I think in like dense forests, um, I think that's a good, you know, possibility. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm along those lines, or just some like yeah, the odd isolated sicko who uh, who just lives lives oh, in the wild. The national park killer. The nos- yeah, I kind of yeah, I like the yeah. on that. Is my mic uh, doubling up? No, no, you're fine. No. Cool. I was gonna say I... like a, kind of like a foresty Chris Watts. Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. That's it. Yeah, and that's it. I am. Um, apologies, I, I can't remember who said it. Someone said it in the chat earlier um, about like a, a bored Vietnam sniper, just like fuck it. I'll just you know just yeah. go in there and fucking wreak some havoc. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, it, it might, might not as horrible for the victims, but it would make for a good film, like the, the yeah. national parks, and just going yeah. to lots of different ones, just. Yeah, I mean, it scares me now. To think about national parks. I've stopped <laughs> in a few, and uh, if I think this guy's out there, I need to get I need to get some weapons when I go. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Hundred percent. Or girl could be a girl. Yeah. True, we are living yeah. in those times. We are. Living I think in there's those only times. this could be completely wrong. I think there's only been one recorded female serial killer. That that could be wrong. Uh, yeah, the, the the monster, the film they made, called her the monster, didn't they? No, sixty. Sorry, I don't know how I got that so wrong. There's not a lot. In comparison. No, there's not compare in comparison to men. There's not a lot at all. It's, it's so, which is uh, a good thing. That's yeah, one thing you do not want a lot of. We don't That's necessarily all. want equality in in that area. In serial no, yeah, that is one area. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, equality just, you know, in that area is fine. You can yeah, chill out. I think, I, think I was researching the video of like the first ever female. That's why I got confused. Is it? Yeah, is it, is it monster? I researched too many different things. Charlize. Is that with? Is that with? Um, Theron. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Yeah, brilliant film. Like she plays it yeah. so well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Never even heard of that. It's a good film. She's like she looks identical as well to the. Woman. Yeah, yeah, scary transformation. But yeah, any other questions? Or we? Nope. Uh, one from Jack Hart. I was just reading the uh, the chat there. You ever thought about the origins of all monuments and structures that's found deep underwater and what they symbolise? I think I can't say I have, but obviously the sea levels have changed. Um, drastically over thousands and thousands of years. So that could be evidence of ancient, well, if they're there, it's evidently evidence of civilizations that were before. It's very yeah, What's that one that they're all looking for? The um, the famous underground. What, Atlantis? Or... Yeah, it might be Atlantis. Yeah, because yeah. there's some documentaries on that that they yeah. may have found bits yeah. of it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, from what I've seen, I watched all of the, what was the one you said, the ancient apocalypse, did you say it was? Yeah, yeah. That touches very lightly on the Atlantis-like theory. Okay. Um, but that's that's always like interested me, to be honest, about the the fact that we could have hidden history of civili- civilizations underwater. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's just not knowing. We always want to know things. We want to find out. Yeah. That's, that's our nature. Is to. It's why the stories of the people going missing in the national parks. Yeah. Know, so much attention because we don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, have you seen that it's a it's not underwater, but it's it was uncovered. You know, the Amazon have done that yeah. radar scan now, and they found all those brick structures and different yeah. structures in there. Um, yeah, in the Amazon, and that's mental. that like thousands and thousands of yeah, of, or hundreds of thousands of people live there that we just didn't know about. Yeah, and and a lot of those structures in the Amazon have um like what's the word where it's like something else a similarities to yeah Egypt. similarities to it yeah and yeah. that's thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away across oceans yeah it's like how how that's like even in, in peru when obviously um i did the inca trail yeah and like obviously i'd heard about it in that before but when you're walking on it and you're like there's bits where you're up mountains and they've built a path of rocks yeah. and it's all the way up and it's so solid like you felt didn't you know you wasn't worried about it and this is built you know like hundreds thousands of years ago and it's it's mental what they build and the transport and you're just like how how have they done this yeah. with like no machinery yeah it's like yeah. and the city is still built up and you're like how have they just didn't done this with like human yeah human, it's fucking, like it human crazy. power <laughs> yeah that is it is insane it is fucking insane and we don't understand because archaeologists won't investigate <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's just yeah, mind-blowing it how they move because like if you try and push a rock even if it's like three, three or four of us trying to push a big rock, it's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then there's ones that are, you know, as big as rooms that they're somehow moving. Yeah, that's so I think with the pyramids, didn't someone work out that slaves would have to work every minute of every day, 365 days a week, uh, sorry, a year for 20 years to construct one of the pyramids? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, does it's it? Like, fucking hell. But also as well, you've got to you've got to have a, an infrastructure to give them water, give them food. Yeah, to keep them alive. Yeah, keep absolutely. them alive. Yeah, so it's like it's not just the the manual labour. No, um, it, it yeah, doesn't make sense. It's it mind Doesn't make sense. Uh, Liam asks if you can live in one ancient civilization, example ancient Rome, which one would you choose to live in? Well, I'd have to live in ancient Egypt just to see how the fuck they did it. <laughs> yeah, I just have to, you know, I just fucking. Just and then you find out around. you go back to that time and they're already there. Oh, imagine yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I've used my what card. the fuck? Imagine they're just like, they were never built. They're just like, they're literally alien spaceships. They just parked them up, just left them. Yeah. Like, that's, how they, that's how we built them. We didn't. That's fuck it. They were just there. Oh, Rome man. would be quite cool, although, um, yeah, I'd I'd want to be, I'd either want to be like a king, or some sort of like. Yeah, you'd need to be in any of these civilizations. I feel like you'd need to be pretty high up. Yeah, and it, or a warrior yeah. or something. But then, yeah. yeah, I think most of them met their demise quite quite early, didn't they? So. You got. Yeah. I think if in the, if you're going ancient, then you got to go. You got to plot yourself in the royals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, you know, just leave the royal family and make like, a documentary or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, I'd probably go for Greece, ancient Greeks. Ancient Greece, nice. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, that Rome would be cool as well. But like you say, you would have to be like, you want to guarantee at least decent levels of survival. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good question, though. Absolutely. Uh, Jack Hart asked, "Do you think we'll ever know a hundred percent of the ocean, or have we discovered something that we don't want to know?" which is why Elon wants to go to Mars. It is weird. It is weird that, you know, we're so keen on the stars when we haven't even discovered a hundred percent of the earth. Mm. And yeah. I don't know. I, I did it. There was a conspiracy. I think I did a TikTok on, um, about NASA. Apparently NASA used to search the sea. And then all of a sudden they did they just stopped and started going up instead. And you do think like, ooh, well, why is that? <laughs> or it could just be that they got bored, you know, you don't know. But it's just yeah. it is weird. And the, just the fact that, you know, giganticism ex- exists in the ocean is enough for me to just be content with going up rather than down. Yeah, there's um I I always find the stuff interesting in the ocean where it, where it's there's stuff living at the bottom, just from the heat at the bottom. Yeah, I find that yeah. stuff interesting. Oh, the other stuff doesn't really because after a certain depth, it's so dark, and that in between that depth, nothing really lives. So it's only when you get, when you get down to the bottom that stuff. Yeah. So that I mean that that's I find that super interesting because that that suggests that if we find those spots in other planets, we're going to have the same outcome. Yeah. Because it makes yeah, sense absolutely. that if you look at a if you yeah. look at a planet that unless it's getting external heat um it's gonna get heat from the core yeah um which is obviously one component to to life yeah absolutely that's like the with the obviously elon wants to go to mars and there's isn't there evidence that there was once water on mars yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's a map there's a map of um what mars looked like with water on um, there's high evidence. Yeah. Well, there is water on Mars. They found water. It's just frozen. Yeah, crazy. There, there's which would imply there could have potentially been life at one point. Yeah, well, that's they. I think they definitely know there was a lot of water. Um, well, I don't. Mm. I say I don't know. Definitely know, but they're like ninety nine percent certain. Yeah. there's a lot of water. Um, but there are pockets of ice on there. Um, deep, deep down. Yeah. But there's there's a map. I saw it on Instagram the other day. There's a map of what um, Mars looked like with the all the water, like the rivers, and it look, it looks oh, like super similar to Earth, to be honest. Really, a bit a bit uh, redder. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, that's so fucking cool. Apparently, it's microbes. I think we did a we we spoke about this before. Microbes living on Europa, Jupiter's moon. Because I did it. I think I did a uh, I did a short on it. Yeah. Well, there's um. There's there's microbes on the moon, isn't there? That they uh, what they call those water monkeys? No water. What oh, sea monkeys. See, no uh, water bears. Oh, water, water bears. bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they took them up, and uh, obviously they can survive like with no oxygen and dehydrate. Yeah, you, know? you can literally they can live for, like a couple hundred years. You put sprinkle a bit of water on them, and they come back to life. But I think they're up no. there on the moon. But we, obviously we took them up there. Yeah. Just in like yeah, millions not... of years, there's now like a civilization on the moon. That's because we planted them. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. That's my yeah. worry. That once we do find an earth, uh, a place that's on Earth, 
that's ready to, you know, ready to go. We're, de- we're definitely going to start dropping stuff on it, aren't we? You know, yeah, yeah. which is probably, and the fact, the fact that we, that you instantly think that's what we're going to do probably means happened to us for sure. It happened to us and that yeah. it's in our DNA, much like yeah. our fear of the dark is in your DNA because yeah. of, ain't you know, our want to fucking drop shit on other planets to make shit is yeah. probably because some other it's, race it's in us, us as well to explore and want to go to other planets as well it's just it's built it, you know it's not like it was like oh a thing and then there's so many kids and that that want to do it um yeah. i find it it i think isn't it weird how we lots of people find it really exciting that we're going to go to space it, yeah and, and really you shouldn't i mean because it's not there's nothing in you really as a, as you know a cat is not going to find fucking going to yeah. mars exciting but as a human like the fact that we could go to another planet it's almost like you say it's it's deep within our it's dna to yeah. want to do it um, yeah. and to yeah. build things that can do it and build ai and all this stuff it all leads to like expansion for me yeah yeah absolutely um, like a cat does not care about going to the moon it cares about getting its food every day and that's it yeah like, yeah it's happy yeah. yeah, that's that's the difference between us and yeah, and animals. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I I would like if I had the opportunity to. I I don't necessarily want to be the person to go and create infrastructure on Mars. To you know, I don't want to do the hard work. I'd like nah, to be nah, yeah, yeah, there yeah. when it's done, and you know, yeah, I can yeah. actually live there. That'd yeah. be cool. Obviously, I don't think that'll happen in our lifetimes, but um. Who knows? You yeah, know, they need I'll... to. Uh, they need to have a decent setup before I. I'll... Yeah. I'll go over there. Yeah. But I think we, we might. I think we might there. see. We might see the first manned expedition there, though. I think. Yeah. I reckon so. I reckon that'll probably be in the next twenty years, for sure. Maybe in the next ten. Yeah, I de- would definitely yeah. get like if I don't see the first man on Mars, I'm going to be super pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I think because I'm will. planning on living to a hundred, so that you know. Yeah. They've got they've got fifty seven years to sort it out. Yeah, they'll definitely do it. They'll definitely do it. I saw I saw the um the other day. I don't know if it's true or not, but obviously you've got Jeff Bezos who's doing the I don't know if it's Blue Origin or something like that. His space program, and you've got obviously SpaceX doing the Mars um, colonization stuff. He wants to do that. Uh, apparently the blue origin one is to go to the moon and just kind of like use the moon as like a tourist, almost like a tourist thing and like uh, harvest stuff from the moon or earth. Can Rub- we not harvest the yeah. thing that controls our tides? Yeah. I might be wrong. Uh, it might just <laughs> be a tourist thing. I don't know. But yeah, Elon seems to be wanting to continue like somewhere else whereas yeah. other people just want to kind of like take yeah, what they can land on the moon. Yeah. yes i yeah. trust elon more than i trust bezos absolutely absolutely mm. bezos like don't give bezos the moon <laughs> no he'll be flying no. drones up to it and delivering chunks of it to us we'll all have a bit yeah. of the moon but there'll be no yeah. moon left we know we left pay 8.99 a month for a bit of rock <laughs> tides will be just moving yeah. about this much yeah <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, don't fuck with the moon, please. <laughs> Definitely not. We we kind of need that. Yeah. I don't know if, again, this is kind of linked because you mentioned the tides. 
I was watching a video yesterday and I was kind of a, a bit astounded. Apparently, it's not the water moving in and out. It's the no. earth moving yeah, it's the water. Earth, yeah. Oh. So the water doesn't what? go out and then come back in? No, it's us moving and the water just obviously Yeah, it, if you've seen if you see the rotation of the of the the way the earth spins. Yeah, yeah. And it like moves. Yeah, it's it, why. It, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, like it's, it's it's so hard to get your head around because also within that rotation, obviously we're going around the sun. We're spinning. We're going around the sun, but yeah. then also us and the sun and the moon are all flying through space. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard. Oh, well, don't don't tell Dave that. Fucking hell. Yeah. No, no, don't tell Dave. That. <laughs> oh, he'll have he'll have a meltdown, won't he? Yeah. Oh, the, the, when you think, but he's got a point. When you think of like all what's going on, it makes you think what the and we're just we're sitting here completely still. So we're spinning. We're fucking yeah. spinning around the sun. The moon's spinning around us. These massive colossal things spinning through the air when we're shooting we through space at like, like hundreds of thousands of miles per hour and yet <laughs> we're just walking about like nothing yeah. like you know you can yeah. it's mad isn't it yeah can you imagine what would happen if we just stopped like if we just stopped flying through space what would happen on earth everything would just go to shit there is probably an art there's definitely an answer to that yeah. We'd probably like fly thousands of miles an hour the opposite direction. Oh, yeah, it would be. I was thinking, I was walking up a hill the other day and I was like, and I see it was hurting, hurting because of gravity. And I was like, it's just, I just think it's funny. Like, gravity is, it's only a slight incline, but it, it's so consistent. <laughs> and it just, it coming, I was like, why is it, it shouldn't really be hurting, but it is because I'm, Heavier because yeah ah oh, this is interesting. Go on, Jordan. So if, if the Earth stop, it's only the Earth, right? If the Earth stopped spinning, you wouldn't suddenly be launched off into space because gravity would still keep you firmly on the ground. However, there'd be lots of changes. If Earth was to stop spinning but continue to orbit the Sun, a day would last half a year, and so would the night. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be one, yeah, one day, one night because you wouldn't spin. You'd, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, but if Earth stopped spinning all at once, it would be enormously catastrophic for most of the planet's surface. Though we don't feel it, we are moving along as the planet rotates a uh, thousand miles per second. Stop the planet suddenly, and everything sitting on top it would go flying eastward. Imagine people, houses, trees, boulders, and more being launched sideways at hundreds of miles an hour in the aftermath. High wind speeds. I guess it's a little bit like. If you're in an elevator and it's moving, but then someone, then it suddenly just like someone cuts the cord and it hits the bottom. When it hits the bottom, you the momentum will keep going. So yeah, yeah, you keep spinning, going. Spinning, we've yeah, got the momentum yeah. with it, and if it stopped, the momentum would fucking yeah. That would be. I bad. wonder what would happen once that slowed down. Once once you come to a stop, it would just because there are. Uh, there, there are planets, aren't there, that don't spin? Are they? Oh, I don't know. Is that or does every single planet, planet spin? Because there I mean, are some that are like there are some that yeah they're spinning like there are some that constantly face a sun one side and a, and they're right. like frozen the other side. So that surely that means they don't or they've got a slow spin. There's different yeah planets spin differently. I think 
I'd imagine there probably is, just because of the vast nature of the universe. So I'd be surprised if there wasn't a planet that didn't spin. Yeah, no. So there are some planets that appear to not rotate, something astronomers refer to as tidal locking. These are worlds that show the same face to their star at all times, resulting yeah. in permanent night and day sides. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which is, which is mad. Yeah. We're learning a lot today. Isn't yeah. So. Imagine being on a on Earth and one side was, you know, always night and the other side was day. Yeah, make an absolute killing on light bulbs in the dark half. Yeah, well, that's at the top. Um, is it like Norway and above there? There's there's a bit where it's daylight, isn't it? For like yeah. 23, 23 yeah. hours a day. And then and then then the opposite. And then the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's in. Is it in? I think it might be in Alaska. There are certain areas. Yeah, Whereas that makes like, sense. Because there's that vampire film, isn't there? 30 Days of Night. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Film. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and a great place for a vampire, obviously. 30 Days of Night. Yeah. Is that with... um? Who's in that? Eb, Eben. I think his name's Eben something. Uh, it's great. And it's also got... um, uh, What's his name? I don't know about it. It's here. I'm oh, sorry. Josh Hartnett. No, yeah. Sorry. Eb, yeah, Josh Hartnett. His name's Eben in the film. Idiot. Yeah, so oh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Danny Houston, Ben Foster. Um, I'm sure I've seen yeah. that. It's, a, it's a really cool film. I've got really some cool. good stuff written probably down. Probably one of the best vampire films, I'd say. Cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, we've gone on some tangents, but I like to <laughs> We have. We have. I mean, this is a good way to start the year. Brand new podcast. We aim to do it about missing people and we end up talking about planets that don't spin and what yeah. sort of however is. if i think that missing people get abducted by aliens which are in space so it's all linked yeah in the end it's true everything is linked we're living in the matrix <laughs> that's it more that's, than likely that's it I, of the conspiracy theories i'm sure everyone knows that's the one i probably think is the most plausible to me anyway mm-hmm. yeah but yeah um, before we go because al said make me famous highlight my name you beauty can we can you just highlight one of al's comments just like okay. where he said banging film look at that there we go al you're on the screen god bless you mate oh one of the better vampire films that blade and lost boys yeah lost boys and blade is, i mean top i don't blade but yeah they're top films yeah the fucking blood nightclub at the start of Blade. Oh, my oh so mate, that fucking <laughs> yeah, that bangs. Then he yeah. just fucking rocks up and just kills everyone. <laughs> it's just so fucking. That is probably one of the best opening scenes in a film. It's so I've cool. Isn't it? It's it so, like so cool. and the the um, what's it? Is it like the crescendo or the yeah. the climax of that beat? And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's fucking brilliant. I'm gonna yeah. watch that. I've got I, watched it. <laughs> I watched it yeah, like uh, like sort of October, November time last year. Nice. Like, why the fuck? Why have I not watched this in such a long time? Such it's good so film. good. It's yeah. so good. It is very good. Didn't pay his taxes, did he, after that? But, I know, yeah. <laughs> nah, he went to jail for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. Good old Wesley. But who's going to fuck with Jet? Who's going to fuck with Blade in prison? Yeah. Not so, me. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed this. It was good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so, uh, remember how you, you put your taxes, Jordan? Uh, just yes, I will. I will pay my taxes. You end up in prison the, yeah. Wesley. Yeah. with Wesley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a good new year and I wish you all the best in 2023. We'll see you in the next one. 
Up the Atma. Up the Atma. See you later.